Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, Bible, Bible. Negotiations Bible style. New I <laughs> Oh, I just love that. New ideas to see in the dark. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show this morning, and we are gonna have the battle of the headlamps. Is it quartz, halogen, xeon, LED, or you don't know what's coming. It's lasers, laser lights coming. Audi and BMW, Mercedes are all testing these in Europe. Driving at nights these days, I'm amazed at all the different configurations of headlights coming at me. Different shapes, sizes, and numbers, different colors. Some are bluish, you get that sense of light, or some have these little mini lights, or even green or red I've seen coming down the road. So what's up with all this, and does it really work? Are they any better than Old Red's good old halogen headlamps? We're on a quest this morning, the battle of the headlamps, which have impressed you. We need your vote. Call us, 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. If you're digitally gifted, you can figure that out. But also, you know, call us with any question, comment. We're always open to whatever you have. But this morning, we also want to talk about what are your night driving secrets? You know, how do you keep from getting drowsy? There are so many different things I've heard over the years, and I love to do that topic. And I would love for you to call in with your ideas. You know, some people, they turn up the air conditioning, or I've heard of people sticking their head out the window. <laughs> what do you do to wake up? 866-348-7884. And yes, this is the day, finally, Christian Car Guy Theater, Pride Takes a Ride, Part 5. Oh, it, it really is exciting. It's one of my favorite episodes ever, and I can hardly wait. And it's coming up in our last segment today. And in our third segment, we have our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> we are going to explore stories of angels and saints from the 1300s. We're going to even go on a deer hunt to discover some spiritual headlamp technology that really does truly light up my word and that world in it. You may have noticed it's really getting dark outside. <laughs> so we need all the light we can get. And that's coming up in our third segment. But right now, look at this. I have no calls. I know somebody out there has a secret to how they stay awake at night or they have a brand new car that's got these new Xeon headlights or maybe it's got LED or HID you call and call us, let us know, 
888-528-7884. I'd love to know what you think about your new headlights. And also we need these night driving secrets. Maybe you eat coffee. Maybe you drink candy. <laughs> eat coffee. Drink candy. It works like that. Some of us do it backwards. <laughs> but what's your, that's obviously I could be asleep right now at the wheel. 866-348-7884. truth And as always, we have all this information at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's our website. It has today's stories all about the headlights and all about my other articles, but also every previous show, all our podcasts for the last three or four years are there, as well as Christian Car Guy Theater, which won't post until like 1045 today when it actually goes on the air, but you can listen to all the previous episodes of Christian Car Guy Theater, as well as look up the cast and crew, see all plays, all those different roles, and, and see who writes these things and all that goes into that show. And of course, we also have, for a lot of people, they're out there looking to buy a new car or used car. We have a Christian car sales registry where people can call in and or um, send me an email so we can put them on that. But one of my favorite things we do at the website is the Christian car care, car care centers, which are the, the repair centers that are involved in the Jesus labor of love. And if you haven't heard of that, the Jesus labor of love is car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, you know, here at the Christian Car Guy, we have a network of people that do that across the country. And so by going to ChristianCarGuy.com and clicking on Christian Car Care Centers, you can see, wow, this is a guy who donates to single moms, widows, families in crisis. And when you think about it, those people that would do that kind of thing might be just the people that you want to work on your own car. Again, it's at ChristianCarGuy.com. The Jesus labor love. And of course, you may have a need or you may know somebody who has a need and they're just, it's above their head financially to be able to do it, to do something as far as their car. And you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and click on the Jesus labor love and there fill out an application. So along those lines, I have to give an update because we had so many wonderful, wonderful contributions. I cannot tell you how blessed we were in the last few weeks. We actually had two different cars donated to us. Um, which would be the third one in the last two months that we've had donated to us. And <laughs> there's just no way of explaining the delight of somebody that, you know, these aren't, these are older cars that have been donated to us, but the people that need them desperately have no transportation. This one poor family, they had totaled their car. Um, and she, and the lady found out that her husband had not paid her insurance premium that month. And so they ended up, they had a terrible balance on the car. They were making payments, but they had no car. Well, the Lord provided because he provided a car through a church actually in Greensboro that donated a car to us. In fact, they, they put a new water pump and all this stuff in it. And this lady ended up with it. How cool is that? And so we have at ChristianCarGuy.com, of course, the applications where you can donate a car or donate money or if you're in need. It all works, and it's so cool to see how God comes to the aid of so many, and um, it's just one of those neat things. If you want to donate, you can do that at the website, but some people prefer to send it by mail, and so I always like to give that address. It is Jesus Labor of Love. It is an, it's a 501c3. It's completely tax-deductible, and we have <laughs> no... Everybody involved in this ministry is volunteer, so every dollar that we get donated to us unless it comes through PayPal or something, they take the 3%, but every other dollar goes right to the people that need all our legal work. Everything has been donated to us, so we have no administration costs. Whatever you give, we try to give it completely 
to the people that do it, and you can send it directly to the Jesus Labor Love, 238 Sarah Lane, S-A-U-R Lane, Winston-Salem, 27107. Again, it's the Jesus Labor Love, 238 Sarah Lane, Winston-Salem, 27107. So, this morning, I'm saying new ideas to see in the dark. It's a battle of the headlights. And I'm hoping somebody will call in that's got these new headlights that can share with me what they think. But I would just point out that I'm being a little sarcastic. <laughs> As Solomon noted, there is nothing new under the sun, not even light. <laughs> and especially spiritual light, as Lady Juliana of Norwich said, the ghostly. It's even more fascinating to study that kind of light, and we're going to do that in the third segment. But first, the practicality of good headlights. You know, what is your experience here? What, what have you seen with these new HID, with LED? And I'm guessing that automotive engineers everywhere lay awake at night thinking of how to see better down the road at night. <laughs> and you think about it, some really cool things have happened over the years. You remember Tucker in 1948, he came up with that idea. You remember that big headlight that was in the middle of the hood that twisted when you turned the steering wheel to kind of give you that uh, <laughs> adaptive lighting that they call? Well, believe it or not, that technology is still in use today. In fact, in Europe... It's called adaptive lighting, and the lights turn when you turn the head, turn the steering wheel. Well, with these new LED lights, which, you know, is liquid, um, excuse me, I'm trying to remember exactly what, the, what that stood for, but it, it's, it's a diode. It's a, a light-emitting diode is what LED lights are, but they can actually, through computers, begin to steer the lights in the direction that the car is going, but it also can de- detect you know, how much light is in the situation that you're currently driving in and adjust that. Now, all that's not legal yet in the United States, but they are doing it in Europe. And they even have lasers. Audi, BMW, you know, these people are coming up with this. Now, here's the <laughs> downside to that is that literally, from what I understand, some of those systems, if you've got to replace a headlight, it can cost as much as 2000 Did you hear me? $2,000. So... There's a downside to technology sometimes, but we would love to know your experience with lighting. I would love to know your nighttime driving secrets, or maybe you have a story <laughs> about your nighttime driving and somebody's going on a long trip. You call us, 866-348-7884. We'll take your calls coming back, 866-348-7884. It's the battle of the headlights. Which do you think is the most outstanding? Is it the Xeon lights? Is it the LED lights? Is it the good old quartz ones or maybe halogen? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and give your vote. We would love to hear your story. We're talking about that and also night driving strategies. How do you stay awake at night? Which I know there's some truck drivers out there that probably can share some wisdom with us. And we would love to hear from you. You're thinking, well, this is simple. This is what you do. I would love to hear it. And I know, who knows, you may somebody save somebody's life by calling in today and sharing your secret 
to keeping from dry, driving, drowsy, dry, driving drowsy and being able to see for miles. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Of course, we do have our Christian Car Guy Theater episode Five of Pride Takes a Ride is going to be in the last segment, and our appraisal by the Real Back book coming up in the next segment. But right now, we need your calls. This is live. We've got lines open, and I would love to hear from you. What is your night driving strategy? You know, do you eat candy? Do you stop in, at the rest area? Do you sleep? Do you drive with a buddy? What is, what is your secret? 866-348-7884. Now, when it comes to these headlights... When you think about it, if you're an engineer, you got all these things that you got to try to balance, <laughs> which I'm glad I don't have to. But there's heat, and and that's one of the things that they're finding with some of these newer technologies that they're using in Europe. That there's so much heat that's created in the engine compartment, it causes problems actually with components melting. So you, if you're going to make light, it, part of that is going to create heat, especially if it, they stay on for somebody's going to drive for eight hours or longer, whatever the situation may be, and then. There's the reflection aspect of, you know, if you've got really bright light, however that's working, and you're sending them out into the rain or the snow and that stuff's reflecting back at you, you know, what do you experience with that? And again, there's the idea of what are you doing to the drivers coming the other direction? <laughs> and I, you know, with these new laser lights, I'm thinking that's why they're not legal yet in the United States. Can you imagine <laughs> coming down the road and all of a sudden getting hit by somebody's laser lights, whatever that might look like? Um, you know, there's, there's some technology that we have to be concerned with. So the battle rages and, you know, one of the things I find interesting and, and certainly, um, that might be illuminating for some of you out there is that even if you're using the traditional halogen lights, like old red has, you can, you can get a brighter, uh, new light. Sylvania makes these blue lights that, that, will produce a different kind of light, and they'll show you all about that. You can go to your regular parts store, wherever you go, and check it out because there are two or three different actual styles of lights that you can get, and you just still stay in the halogen. But then also, now there's conversion kits. So if you want to go to an LED-style, you know, light-eliminating diode-style of light because, you you know, you see that coming down the road, and you go, wow, that looks cool. I wish I had that in my car. Well, for, you know, several hundred dollars, you can convert your car, and they actually have little kits that you can buy now. And it's pretty easy to just Google that headlight conversion kit, and you can get one of these new LED if you think. But I would love, love, love for somebody to call in who's tried that. That you know, because honestly, I'm pretty happy with old Red's lights the way they are. But I would love to know if somebody's used a conversion kit and what they've experienced with their headlights, because you know, if it's your daughter driving or you know, maybe your wife, whatever, you know, these things are a big concern. Are they able to see as clearly as they can see? And another issue before I get off the subject of headlights is the lenses. You know, in the old days, <laughs> we used sealed beams and you never had to concern yourself with the cloudiness of the, of the lens, you know, but nowadays I'm sure you've seen that as cars get older, the lens or the piece of plastic that goes over what you know, is the halogen light or whatever, those things become yellow or they become cloudy. And so there's all sorts of different cleaners ranging from everything like toothpaste to, to some that I got in a, a spring cleaning kit, which by the way, they just look like a handy wipe. And I used them on old reds lenses and it was amazing. I just swiped them over there and away it went clean. So, and 
you know, these things were like two or three dollars. But there's no sense in dealing as your lights begin to fade. There's no sense in dealing with that these days. There's lots of stuff you can buy to affect those lenses. And those are things that might just, again, save your life as you can see that extra 20 feet because, you know, stopping, <laughs> you know, you got your reaction time or whatever. When you become aware of something that's in the road this morning, on my way to do the show, it was still dark when I came. It was foggy. And there was a guy on a bicycle. And he had one little bitty little red flashing light on the back of this bicycle. And it's dark and it's foggy. And I was thinking, man, you know, this, and my father used to say, that's the way you make angels. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't because I saw it in time. But those are the kind of things that when you're talking about headlights, those are things that you're affecting. So on the other side of the coin that we're talking about night driving tips today and again, I am really hoping that one of you truck drivers will call out there and illuminate this for us. Because, you know, I know you guys deal with this all the time. You see people that are out there driving drowsy, and what is it that, that, that they do? Well, the most common tip, tip, tip that I've gotten over the years, and I think I should say here, is simply if you're drowsy, pull over to a rest area or even off the side of the road somewhere that's safe where you're not going to be hurt and, and take a nap. I mean, 20, 30, 45 minutes of sleep does an amazing job of helping you wake, you know, if you're driving drowsy because it's your body telling you that you need that. Yes, caffeine can help, but it has a burn off time. Yes, candy can help and putting your head out the window can help. But there's also an, uh, a time tested technology that I like to employ when I'm on it is to have somebody with you and to engage in a conversation because you know, as you're going down the road and you're talking about things, it keeps you more alert. And, uh, of course, you don't want to be distracted in that conversation to get too far going in that direction. But, you know, those are the, the techniques that, that, of course, most people would tell you, not to mention, you know, stopping every hour or two hours uh, and, and go ahead and just walk around and, and get something fresh. But, you know, the air conditioner working, whatever, I would love still. I know you know something out there, and we would love to hear it from you. We can take that call in the third segment where we're going to move to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. We're going to talk about this whole light thing when it comes to your spiritual eyes. When we come back, we would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Christian Car Guy Show. ideas to see in the dark it's the battle of the headlights going on today on a christian car guy show as well as night driving how do you stay from how do you keep from getting drowsy while you're driving we got all sorts of cool stuff for you here today we would love your insights 866-348-7884 this is a live show and we would love to take your call we got dan is in i'm gonna try to say it's snowmish washington this morning <laughs> dan did i mess that up pretty good 
Well, you came close. Snohomish. Snohomish. Yes. How cool Absolutely. is that? And you're up early this morning. It's probably still dark out there. <laughs> well, it is light, and I think the sun is uh, hitting the tops of the trees. So, uh, my comment is in regard to um, the blue light. It really irritate my wife, and uh, <laughs> it's hard right to it. Yeah, they, anyhow. Um, and the other thing was uh, these lights that come on automatically on cars. When you get in and turn the key on, their headlights come on, but they're very dim. They do not turn on the taillights at that time. And so last night I was following a guy on the interstate in lane three, and uh, he was just holding his place in lane three and no taillights at all at night. And uh, I tried flashing him and flashing him, and it didn't do any good. That's scary stuff, isn't it, Dan? It, yes, it, it really is. is. But And I agree with you on the blue lights, that when I see those coming, it's kind of freaky. And it, it you know, it you're trying to adjust your eyes to the light coming. And when it's all these different colors, it, it becomes more and more difficult. Well, God bless you. I appreciate you calling in this morning. Listen, out there in Washington, we really appreciate it. God bless you. Oh, thank you. And uh, about uh, driving at night and getting drowsy, I always uh, like to have some snack food, like peanuts or M&M's or something crunchy to uh, help me. Uh, nothing <laughs> like a good boost of chocolate. You know, it's got caffeine and sugar all in the same. <laughs> well, there you go. God bless you all. Have a great day. <laughs> we got Liz is in Bermuda Run, North Carolina. Liz, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I am marvelous. I'm anxious to hear what you got for us. Well, I have a question. You were talking about the wipes that you can um, wipe over the headlights, and it makes them clear. Yes. Where do you get those? Well, they are at any part store, like AutoZone or you know O'Reilly's or, or or all those kind of things. They have Advance Auto, maybe exactly Advance Auto. They, you know, you go over to the cleaning supplies and right there, um, this was made by the same people that, um, make those windshield wipers that, uh, the rain, what is it? What is it? Rain-X. Oh, the Rain-X, um, people made it for the headlights. And so it was a little, okay. just a little packet right there and the stuff worked great. So there you go. Oh, okay. That and I love, good. by the way, Rain-X also makes, and I, along those lines, they make a, a window cleaner. That to me, I it just it does amazing job of having the water bead when it rains, and I can see so much better, especially at night when I'm driving, when I use Rain-X to clean my windshield. And yes, those lights are so bright, and you have your lights dimmed, and then they think you don't, <laughs> and then they put them on bright again. Oh wow! And then and that know, really hurts. <laughs> it does wake you up okay. though. <laughs> You know, wake you up all right. <laughs> thank you so much for calling in today. And thank you. Well, because we got Christian Car Guide Theater coming up, I got to move to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. And uh, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And, you know, this little light of mine, I got to let it shine. <laughs> and today I want to explore stories of angels and of saints from the 1300s, even go on a deer hunt to discover some spiritual headlamp technology that really lights up my world. 
when it gets so dark outside. I'm sure you're experiencing that in this election season as I am. <laughs> you know, there's some darkness going on. Uh, so, yeah. So, and, and, and on a very freezing cold day, this was probably 15 years ago. And, I, you know, in January, sometimes the temperature in North Carolina can really drop down to where it's, you know, minus three or four degrees when I got up this particular morning to go hunting. And so, I mean, it was freezing cold and it was dark. And I was just sitting there thinking there's no way I'm going to see a deer. Any deer in his right mind would be asleep right now. And my wife had made me these sausage balls, which were just absolutely, you know, they were on my mind. And all I could think of was I needed to eat those sausage balls. So as soon as I had my hand in the sausage balls and my gun was down, of course, you know, that was when the deer shows up. And I won't go a long time into the deer, but let me just say that I shot the deer and then I ended up having to chase this deer. And he took me on a wild goose chase that went and went and went and went and went. And I went so far back. It was up around Troy, North Carolina. I was way back in the wilderness, way back, until I just got totally lost. And all of a sudden, I realized I didn't need to be worrying about this deer because it's afternoon by this time. And it's going to get dark, and I am lost. But I had my cell phone with me. There were still cell phones in those days. So I get to the top of this hill, and I make this call to my friend who had give me this lease to to hunt on and he said well Robbie get on to you know you're on the top of the hill look out and he says if you can see hardwoods that are on your right you know that's where the where the pines are if you can get on that line between the pines keep the hardwoods on your right and the pines on your left when you walk that way you'll come out to the road so as I could see I could see where the pines were because they had logged it out and the pines had grown up there and I could see the hardwood line so I get on this line I start walking and I went through briars, and I went through creeks, and I went through swamps. <laughs> it was freezing cold. And I walked and walked and walked, and about the time it started to get dark, about 5 o'clock, there, no there was no more line. There was, it was just pines and hardwoods all mixed together, and I had nowhere to go except maybe go back the other direction, but that seemed hopeless. And now what I had feared the most is it's going to get dark, and I'm going to be left out here, and I'm going to freeze to death. And by this time, my cell phone's dead, and here I am. But all of a sudden, what I feared the most, which was the dark, became my biggest friend. You know why? Because way off in the distance, I saw a light. And that light, right, I could tell was not the sun or the moon. It was a light on somebody's house. And by following that light, I ended up at a house, which ended up a road, and da-da-da-da-da. The darker it gets, I assure you, from the story, the brighter the light shines. Now, volumes and volumes have been written in the Bible about light, I can just tell you, and faith. But let's just consider these for a second. John 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning, he was with God, and all things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life, the life was the light of men. Now, I want you to hold on to that thought for a minute. Because in my view, every image bearer of God, every human being, has a unique light that reflects God's glory. And when Jesus comes to live in your heart, it begins to shine. And this is a spectacle of angelic proportions, as I'm going to tell you in a story that illustrates that in a minute. But Victor Hugo put it this way. 
To love another person is to see the face of God. Now, when you see another person and you begin to love them, you'll see attributes that person has, and it becomes light. It's a glory. It's a reflection of God. And and if you can bring that out in that other person, you see their gifting, you see the light that they bring to the world, you are, in fact, loving that person as you're bringing out that light. Now, the song that we played at the beginning of this segment is from the movie Tangled, which you had Rapunzel. If you've seen the movie, it's a beautiful illustration of this. There's a guy that's named Flynn Ryder who shows up, and he calls out the glory of Rapunzel. Rapunzel stuck in the house. She'll never come out to let her light shine. But Flynn Ryder not only gets her out, but begins to build her up. But another thing, interesting thing happens. Rapunzel makes such an impression on Lynn, Flynn Ryder that his light shines. And the two of them combined go on to take on evil and, and light up their world. And they get to sing that song, which is glorious, no doubt. Now, with that in mind, a friend of mine, Adam Draper, who's an attorney and a wonderful man, has a unique ability, and you're going to think he's nuts, and you may think I'm nuts. But he can see angels. And it's not uncommon for Adam to share stories with me where he sees angels. And this particular day, he was telling me about just last week, he said he was in church, the Holy Spirit's really filling the place, and all of a sudden he begins to see these angels. And they're like swarms of angels, and they're going to the light, like minnows coming to to the light. And then they're going to another one and going to another one. What he asked Jesus to tell him, what is that? And he said, angels can see a light in men that reflects a part of God nobody else can see. And that's where you find it. Here comes Christian Car Guy Theater coming at you. for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, Ride Takes a Ride, Part 5. Previously on Pride Takes a Ride, Jimmy and his girlfriend Allie have broken up after they've had an argument about prayer. This was before the spring parade where Allie was to be queen. Allie's been struggling with her hasty decision to break up with Jimmy when Miss Annie, Pastor Jack's secretary, shared some wisdom on the subject of grace. And Allie and her guardian grandparents also had a deep discussion along those lines that led to a phone call from Allie to Jimmy to meet at Pop's Malt Shop, perhaps to discuss the most important decision of Allie's life. Jimmy had been up on the mountain praying for just that when he spotted a crystal rolling down the stream engraved with the words, to love another person is to see the face of God. When Jimmy found the crystal, it painted a rainbow towards the whole gang under the hood of Jimmy's Jeep creating quite a stir. Now Jimmy is climbing into his Jeep, headed to Pop's malt shop to meet Allie. Wow, this crystal sure does feel like it fits into these prayers for Allie. I'll just hang it here on my rear view mirror. I sure do love what it says. To love another person is to see the face of God. I'd better hurry. Allie could be at Pop's malt shop already. Jimmy comes down from the mountain quick as you know it and walks in to meet Allie. Brad, the photographer, has followed Allie to Pop's mall shop as well. Brad notices Jimmy's Jeep and makes a call. Hey, I've just found the perfect getaway car. No, don't worry about that sheriff and his deputy. I'll have them on a wild goose chase. I'll be long gone by the time he gets back. Okay, see you soon. Just be sure to bring the money. 
Brad doesn't realize that he's been overheard by the car parts under the hood of Jimmy's Jeep. Frenchy Fender speaks up. Oh, mon dieu! This is terrible. Did you hear what this man is saying? This nefarious, offending my Fender fellow is up to no good. This is formidable. Quel dommage! Did you hear that, Gracie Gastic? I sure did. That Brad fella has me fuming. But it sounds like he's fixing to kidnap Allie. Mosey Motoron, what can we do? Hmm, I don't know. Um, uh, mm, let me, okay, let me think. I'm thinking, I'm okay, I'm thinking here. Uh, maybe I can come up with a way to grease the skids. I think my tank is a little low cause nothing is coming to me. But this dude is scary. He is slick, and I mean really slick. And I know slick, cause I am Mosey Motoral after all. Tammy Tensioner is upset. Oh, this is awful. Poor Ellie. We have got to warn Jimmy, but how? Oh, I feel so helpless. I feel like I'm being stretched to the max. We gotta do something, Carparts. We gotta figure this out. Wally Windshield Wiper pipes up. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking about taking a drink of that washing solution. I was addicted for years, but I'm clean now. <laughs> Get it? Clean? <laughs> we gotta take courage under the hood, gang. We gotta go to the only one who can help us. You got it, Wally. How quickly we forget that we need to go to the owner's manual and talk to the great creator in the sky who has all the answers. Wally has it right. Remember that the good book tells us to be strong and take courage. So buck up, gang. Let's do what we should have done in the first place. Let's pray. All the car parts begin praying. Meanwhile, Brad, the photographer, is making another call, this time to Deputy Eustace. Deputy! I hope you and the sheriff can make your way out to Beaver Creek Bridge out on Highway 16. The lighting will be perfect in about half an hour to get the photos. I need both of you guys and that patrol car of yours backlit against the bridge. Can you make it? Good, good, deputy. I knew I could count on you. Meanwhile, unaware of the danger outside, inside the malt shop, Jimmy and Allie have almost made up. And all this understanding of grace made me realize that instead of being mad about what you're trying to tell me, I should be glad because it means you care. I do care, Allie, but it's not really about me. It's about how much God loves you and what Jesus did on the cross for you. I think I'm starting to understand. Uh, Allie, this is a little embarrassing, but I just finished a big gulp up on the mountain. And after this uh, large coffee, that is... Uh... <laughs> go on. Go to the restroom. We can finish this talk when you get back. Over at the sheriff's office, Deputy Eustace is trying to convince the sheriff to head out to Beaver Creek Bridge on Highway 16. Oh, come on, Sheriff. You know we need this exposure. It could mean the whole state would finally take notice of the Beaver County Sheriff's Office. Eustace, this is a diversion. I have a gut feeling that this guy's trying to lead us out on a wild goose chase. I smell a rat. The question is why. Eustace, where is he really right now? Did you hear anything in the background during the call? Thank you, Eustace. 
Can you remember anything? Well, doggone it. Good buddy. Now, now wait, hold on a second. How can I think when, when you're blowing your chance for fame and recognition? Eustace, someone's life could be at stake here. I need you to think. Now, what did you hear besides this photographer's voice? Oh, 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 okay. Hang on, Sheriff. Now, uh, simmer down. Now, let's see. Let me think. Uh, uh, I heard some, I heard some cars. That's right. Yeah, it sounded like they were uh, parking. Yeah, doors were closing, stuff like that. Oh, oh, I don't know. It could have been anywhere. No, not just anywhere. There aren't that many places open this time of night. Let's see, there's a 7-Eleven motel he's staying at. The mall is closed. Pop's Mall Shop. Get the car. Let's head out towards the 7-Eleven. Meanwhile, back at Pop's Mall Shop, Brad goes inside and approaches Allie's booth. Why, hello there, young lady. I was hoping to find you here. How pretty you look today. Are you ready to do some preliminary shots for the Fair Vanity magazine? If you'll just step outside, we can do this in a jiffy. Well, I don't know. I'm here with my, um, boyfriend. He's in the restroom right now. Don't you worry. It'll take just a couple of candid shots to help the editor plan the layout. We'll be done before he gets back. Well, I guess so. Allie follows Brad outside to the parking lot. Where do you want me to stand? Hey, this Jeep is cool looking. Why don't you open the door and look like you're about to get in? That's right. Put your foot up there. Perfect. Oh, oh, I got an idea. Why don't you climb in and be buckling your seatbelt? I'll just come around the other side and take the picture through the open driver's door. It's funny because this is my boyfriend's Jeep. Oh, look, Jimmy left the keys in the ignition again. That's kind of sweet. I guess he was in such a hurry to come talk to me. Okay, I'll just get in here and... Don't do that. This is Jimmy's car. What are you doing? You can't just drive off. You're stealing Jimmy's car. I'm telling Jimmy just as soon as I uh, unbuckle this. <gasps> oh, no, you're not. Just sit tight or you'll be sorry. The car parts are horrified as Brad begins to drive away with Abby. Hey, help! 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 Hey, what are you doing? Help! Help! Jimmy, stop Monsieur him! Jimmy! Him. Jimmy, coming out of the restroom, doesn't see Allie at the booth. He heads outside, totally astonished. Allie, are you out here? Hey, where's my car? Hey, wait, come back here. Is that Allie in there? Oh, no. Allie! Oh, Allie. Tune in next month for the next edition of Pride Takes a Ride. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy. I believe the real pride taking a ride here is that photographer Brad. Randy, to be candid, this photographer is overexposed right now, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, Daddy. The sheriff didn't take the pride bait Brad had hoped for. He's a smart cookie. Now, I sure hope he can get there on time. Randy, is that why on operations like this they always synchronize their watches? So they can be in time? Oh, brother. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. <laughs>